Hello, Gales Nation. My name is Stuart Mason. I'm the Director of Athletics and Student Activities at Roxbury High School. I'm excited to be participating in one of Roxbury's first ever podcasts, but even more excited to have the guests I have here with me today. With me today, I have our head wrestling coach, Coach DJ Roman, and I have the champ, our state champion, Luke Stanich. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, and I would think you're doing you're doing very good, Luke, because you know you're coming off of a historic wrestling season here that ended with you being our ninth state uh, champion in school history. Uh, but the numbers really are staggering. Coach Roman, you want to tell us a little bit about the legacy uh, Coach Luke is leaving behind? Yeah, Luke's uh, she, he's going to graduate Roxbury as one of the most accomplished wrestlers in Roxbury history. He's going to graduate with a 124 and 10 record, which is second all time. He was the first ever four-time region champ in Roxbury history, the first ever four-time state place winner at sixth, fourth, second, and then as a state champ. And then he was a two-time county champ, mm. four-time district, two ti- or three-time three district, district champ. And then, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's his career pretty much in a nutshell. What's, what's the total win count? I know that's staggering. 124, which is second all time. Wow. Wow. Which is, and I told Luke that it's the crazy thing is only 14 wrestlers in the state of New Jersey end their season the way they want to, and now he's one of the 14. It's awesome. It's awesome. And hearing those numbers, you, you can't help but be impressed. Looking back on it now, now that you've accomplished so much, so much, Luke, t- tell us a little bit about your experience uh, you know, during your four years wrestling at Roxbury High School. Um, it kind of went in, uh, in the blink of an eye. I mean, I started as a freshman, like what felt like yesterday. Um, the entire time, like my goal has been winning that state title and I came up short last year, but, um, you know, it's just more motivation and I'm just like super happy to be a part of the team I was a part of. And it was just like kind of a blast. You know what I mean? Like if you learn to have fun in the sport, like you just go out there and compete. Like I love like Atlantic city. I love like those big lights. I love competing in our home gym. You know I mean, I love everything about the sport. So, you know, it's just been a blast, but it's gone really fast. Well, in wrestling, you have to deal with all kinds of uh, adversity, uh, and it's one of the most difficult sports uh, there is. But even more difficult was the journey you took because your journey looks like no one else's ever before you because of the COVID experience. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about you know the COVID experience, how that affected you. What was that like during your high school career? I mean, the COVID experience was definitely a little different. I mean, that was my sophomore year, so I only had one full year before that. Um, but, you know, like... We, um, we found a way to get through it. I mean, Roman put us through good practices. Like, the team, like, didn't stop working hard. You know what I mean? We just kept on working. Uh, there were a couple times during the season where we would have, like, tournaments or something coming up or, like, a match and it would get canceled. Um, that was definitely a pain and, you know, definitely, like, hindered my um, win record. But, you know, it, can't really complain. You know, I'm still super grateful for, for um, all of my seasons. You know, that I didn't end that season how I wanted um, I took fourth, and, you know, I wanted to win, be a state champion that year, but, you know, I was just still super happy to compete and happy that I even had a season, you know what I mean, despite not being able to wrestle my states in Atlantic City. But, um, yeah, the COVID, the COVID season was definitely definitely different from the rest, but, you know, it, it just felt like the same thing because of the way that Roman put us through the season, you know what I mean? We just practiced the same way. We all had the same mentality, you know, just get the job done, have fun. It was it was a, it was a crazy year. Um, we had pods. We had to be in pods at the beginning yeah. of the year. Uh, we didn't have any of the off any of the the, 
the holiday tournaments. Our season was three months late. Like when our season started, it was actually when our season usually ended. So it was a real, a real crazy experience. But to Luke, it didn't change Luke at all. He still worked his, his butt off in the room every day. It was definitely easier to lose weight too because it was not as cold 65 out. Sixty five degrees. Yeah, you know, and also my two partners in in my pod were were Thomas Consolier and Franco Maza, who were two guys that really pushed me in practice. So and are still wrestling in college. Yeah. Right now. Coach, tell us a little bit about you know, the experience coaching coaching Luke here for the last four oh, years. Oh, I, I mean, I told Luke this down in Atlantic State, too. He, uh, I was really lucky as my first year as a head coach because my first year as a head coach, I had Luke. Most, most coaches go their entire career and they don't get an athlete like Luke. My first year as a head coach, I had Luke. And coming in, Luke didn't have all the, the hoopla that all, some of these wrestlers have coming in, national championships, all that stuff. But he had his work ethic, and he put that – right to, to on display when he first came in. And then his freshman year was one of the most successful freshman years we ever had here at Roxbury, just because of the way he works. And then he went on, he was a district champ, he was a region champ, and then he made it to the state semifinals, and then he ended up placing six. So honestly, to come in as a head coach, you don't really know what you're in store for, but to have somebody like Luke on your team, it really makes it so much easier to have, to have somebody like that on your team. You, me- you mentioned his work ethic. What else is it that really sets him apart from from the, the other wrestlers? Um, well, his attitude. Right? He, he hates to lose. So there were times in the room where um, I remember one time last year we were kind of getting on him a little bit about a teammate of his who we kept saying took him down, took him down. Mm-hmm. And Luke uh, went to the closet and he got mad because even in practice, Luke doesn't want to get taken down. So that's just his mindset at all times. It doesn't matter if we're in practice, just messing around, or if we're in the state finals, he goes 110% and doesn't want to get beat anywhere, on his feet, on the mat, in handball, in spike ball, he just is a, a constant competitor. Coach, in wrestling, I, I know you use the F word a lot. And, and by F word, of course, I mean family. Uh, and the wrestling program really is a family. We want to talk a little bit about uh, the camaraderie uh, and the family that you build in the wrestling program. Yeah, I mean, and Luke will tell you, wrestling is a different sport because nobody, nobody knows what it takes to be a wrestler unless you are a wrestler. So... People say, like, oh, I'm in great shape. I go for runs every day. I do this every day. But Luke will tell you, there's only one way to get in shape for wrestling, and that's wrestling, and that's wrestling. And when you're in that room, you're, you, are, you have 20 guys, 25 guys who are just working their butts off to get into shape for wrestling. And by doing that, you just form this, this bond with each other because you're bleeding with each other. You're sweating with each other. You're doing things that nobody else in this entire school can do. So because of that, you know that you're an individual that's forming a bond with other kids because you're doing something that nobody else can do. And that bond gets stronger and stronger throughout the season. And then by the end of the season, we really are a family. And once you are part of the Roxbury family, you are always part of the Roxbury family. So we have people come back from years and years ago just to be part of the room just because they know that they're always part of this Roxbury family. And now Luke's always going to be part of this family. Luke, you mentioned a couple of wrestlers that helped you at a young age. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience now as you as a junior and senior, uh, how you helped out with some of the younger wrestlers? I mean, well, when, when it comes to uh, practicing, you know, you can really make a practice with anyone. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need, uh, like, a national champ to practice with to get better because if you have, like, the mindset of getting better, you can have a good workout with anyone. So um, last season I was practicing with uh, Castro. Uh, he graduated last year. Um, he was like the weight below me and, you know, he was just like a crazy athlete. So he would always try like doing crazy stuff on me. You know, it was, 
it was fun. You know what I mean? Getting through it with him was fun. Um, I mean, if you don't have these guys around you doing the same thing as you, what we do in practice would be impossible. You know what I mean? Like, we get into the uh, locker room before practice, and we just talk about, like, like we make jokes about, like, how hard practice is going to be, and we're like, oh, like, we're all screwed. You know what I mean? Like, like Roman's about to make us movement do sprints. Days. Movement days. You know what I mean? Um and if I didn't have them, you know what I mean, like every single kid in that room, you know, it'd be much harder. Um, so last year I had Cash Show, you know what I mean, he was a beast. Um, first, who'd you have your first two years? Uh, Franco Mazza. I had Franco Mazza my first two years. I mean, he was he was a great wrestler. My freshman year he beat me up, you know what I mean? So definitely like, I can contribute a lot of my success to, to those guys. Um, and then this year there was a freshman, Charlie Bazinski. He was like pretty much my practice partner every day. Um, I went with Weston Edelman, I went with Kareem, but mainly my practice partner was Charlie, and that's just because his work ethic is also on another level, you know what I mean? Like, most guys, like, they, they, they can't keep up, you know what I mean? Once, like, the intensity gets higher, they start slowing down, but Charlie, like, you know, he just never stopped, you know what I mean? So everything I would do to him, he would just continue continue wrestling, you know what I mean? Well, he's certainly fortunate, too, to have uh, someone someone to look up to and learn, learn from, uh like you, but you know, let's talk about your real family now. Uh, your parents, I know they uh, played a big role in your success. Tell me a little bit about uh, the role they, they played uh, in your wrestling career. Both uh, Roxbury graduates also. Uh, my parents um, are just about like, like the best people I could have like pushing me through like my whole career. You know what I mean? Like they're not hard on me at all. So it's like kind of like if I wanted to quit right now, because I was sick of it, they'd let me do that. Obviously, I wouldn't do that because this is like, like I love this sport. You know what I mean? I learned to love it throughout, throughout like all the ups and downs. But you know, they're just always there for me. You know what I mean? They get excited. You know, like they share my pains when I'm cutting weight, and they see that I'm miserable. You know what I mean? Like, like they they all feel terrible. My mom like cooks tremendous dinners for me. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, they're definitely like a huge help. My dad just. You know, he tries giving me wrestling tips. You know, he knows nothing about wrestling, but yeah. he'll, like, look at, like, some of the kids I'm wrestling, and he'll start giving me, like, like picking the matches apart and stuff like that. I'm like, Dad, I'm good. I'm good. I, I know how to wrestle. <laughs> but, um, and then my brother, um, you know, my sister pushed me too, but my brother is definitely, like, the main contributor. I mean. And by, and by your brother, you're talking about your brother Troy, who's a Roxbury grad and, and uh won a lot of accolades here wrestling for Roxbury and then went on to Stevens uh, to have a phenomenal career there at the collegiate level. Uh, t- yeah, tell us a little bit about the impact and the role he played in, in uh, your wrestling career. I mean, you know, growing up with somebody that was just like like a step ahead of me, you know what I mean? Like he's always had the experience, you know what I mean? That was just, I mean, that's probably why I got good. I mean, if I was, if I didn't have somebody like him, you know what I mean, who was going through like the entire process before I did, you know, it would be like, I'd be going in blind, you know what I mean? So, um, I pretty much have him to work out whenever I need, you know what I mean? Like there hasn't been a time where I needed to work out in my garage and he's, he's declined, you know what I mean? Every single time I need him, he's there, you know what I mean? He pushes me, you know, I get heated a lot in the garage, you know what I mean? Because he's one of the guys I, I just can't, I, I can't like roll with right now. I mean, I can roll with him, but you know, he's just still on another level. So, you know, having someone like that to, to put the beating on me, you know what I mean? I mean, I've, I've just noticed myself get better, you know, like from practice to practice. I find myself picking up on some of the things that he does. And, you know, just having him there is just like, like, like awesome. 
Uh, and if I could just say, see Luke and yeah. Luke and Troy, it's amazing seeing those two because they always have a plan, like exactly what they're gonna do before a match. Like they they like study the opponent so much that like Luke's like Troy this, and Troy's like yeah, yep, 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 and they they always have like a plan. And like if something happened in a match that Luke, Troy saw. He goes up to Luke and he corrects it right away. So it, honestly, me seeing it as the outside, seeing like Luke have his brother there as like a, a coach and like a mentor, it, it was it was really cool to see. Yeah, my my brother is definitely like, like going off Rome said. My brother's definitely like one of the wisest wrestlers. You know what I mean like like I've never like there's not a lot of people that can like watch a match and just like pick up on something so small like from like hand fighting or something the way he does and just you know like we're always making mid match adjustments and you know I think that's part of the reason why I have the success I do is because, like, I learned from him and I got really good on making mid-match adjustments, you know what I mean? So he's definitely a great guy to have in my corner. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because now let's talk about state championship. Uh, talk a little bit about the run, and then I, I want to hear you know, your thoughts on how the final went. Okay, so the state championships, you know what I mean? Like, it, it changed throughout my career, you know what I mean, as a freshman, like, you look at the tournament as a whole. You're like, oh, my God, 32 guys. Everyone's got, like, a crazy record. you got the best kids in the state, some of the best guys in the country. Um, you know, my freshman year, I shocked myself. You know what I mean? I went out there, and um, even though I was looking at the tournament as a whole, um, I still did, did – I surprised myself. You know what I mean? I was super happy with the outcome. You know I mean, at the time, like, obviously I wanted to be a state champ, but – I wasn't very confident that I could even place in the state. So that was definitely a confidence booster. Um, and right after that tournament ended, I just like, it was just like, oh, I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. Um, the next few years, I think I started looking at the tournament as a whole continuously. So I'd go into the tournament. And I'm just like, okay, like this is who I'm going to have in the finals. You know what I mean? Before the tournament even started. And, you know, um, you just got to take one match at a time. You know what I mean? And I think that's what I did this year. Um, and, um, you know, I got I got the four seed, which kind of shocked a lot of people. A lot of people came up to me and asked why I had the four seed. Um, but, you know, it didn't bother me because I know I was the best guy in the bracket. And if I just take it one match at a time, I go out there, I, I display how I practice. You know what I mean? I display what I've learned, what I've been working on. You know what I mean? Like, I just know there's nobody that can keep up with me. So, um, you know, I had a tough quarterfinal match. You know what I mean? I wasn't very nervous for that. I just kind of went out. I did my thing. Uh, semifinals, I had the one seed. Um, you know, I think it's the third year I've knocked off the one seed in the state tournament. Yeah, um, even was. though, like, like to me, it wasn't it wasn't anything big. Um, and you know, making the state finals, it's it's definitely a relief. But um, you know, there's no reason to get excited. Like I've been I've I've been there before. You know what I mean? So that finals match is 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 the one that definitely got me the most nervous. I mean. Like, this is everything I've been working for. I have one more match, like, in between, like, me and, like, my goal, like, for the past, like, five years of my life. So, um, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't overthinking the match, but, like, it was just like that, like, um, the fun nervousness. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like, stressing out. I was just, like, kind of, like, getting antsy, you know what I mean? Like, excited to compete, kind of. Um, and I just took it all in, you know what I mean? Like, that spotlight, everything, it just, like, it feels so unreal, so... I took it all in, and I just went out there and I wrestled. I mean, I, I think I was probably a little bit con more conservative in the match than I normally am. Normally, I go out there, and it's just like, oh, I just try and score as many points. But, you know, when you're in a situation like that, it's, like, very hard to, to open up completely. Um, 
But yeah, I just went out there. I wrestled. Um, first period, no takedowns. I, I think I dominated the first period and on his legs a couple times. Um, rode him out the whole second period. And then third period, he knew he wasn't going to hold me down. So he just gave me the point right off the bat. And then, you know, that last second call um, where, like, he got two and then they waved it off. You know, there's people complaining about it. There's people saying that it wasn't two. There's people saying that it was two. You know, it doesn't bother me because... You know, I still have the bracket in my room. You know what I mean? I'm still a state champ. So it's whatever. You know, I, I feel like I could have wrestled better, but I'm still super grateful. You know what I mean? Still, like, no one can take that away from me now. You know what I mean? I'm a state champ. And, you know, um, yes, I think I could have competed better, but I, I still don't think it was a takedown. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rewatching it. I, I don't think it was a takedown. So I, I do feel happy and satisfied with myself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, overthinking. Like, oh, like, I shouldn't be a state champ, but... You know, I'm just like super grateful, super happy. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, it's still like honestly hasn't completely set in. You know what I mean? Being a state champ is everything I've like worked for for like so long. So just like, like what's next? You know what I mean? Like, it's just unreal. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, what is next? Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about what. You know, before I before I move on to what's next, I, I'm I'm really stuck on what you said and how you you know you're a state champion. You wrestled at the highest possible level and were successful, and you're saying you could have wrestled better. Mm-hmm. I think that goes so so much into the mindset of a champion and what makes you so good at what you do is you know you're you're always pushing yourself, always looking to improve, never satisfied. Uh, yet you don't dwell on the past uh, and focus on you know what's done, always moving future, trying to get better. I think that is such an impressive trait. Something that I've enjoyed watching you uh, watching you for the last four years uh, has really been. Really been really been neat. Uh, so before I talk about you know what your next plan is, how'd you celebrate? Let's hear that. You know you're a state champion. Uh, you've reached your goal. Uh, what is the, what's the, what's the first meal a state champion eats? Um, well, actually, as soon as I walked off the mat, there was a McChicken waiting for me because most people that know me know I love McDonald's. You know what I mean? And people that know me even well know that my favorite thing from McDonald's is the McChicken. So um, you know, originally. Like, I don't like to plan my celebrations because my celebrations, like, on the mat come straight from the heart. You know what I mean? It's just, like, like I don't like to celebrate unless unless it's real. You know what I mean? Unless, like, it's actually just, like, pure excitement. Um, so, originally, I was, like, I, I told my cousin, I was, like, yo, my friends are going to give you McChicken if I win, which I was telling him I was going to win. Um, Toss me the McChicken on the mat. I was going to take a bite out of it on the mat. My brother didn't like that idea, so it didn't happen. Um... But as soon as I got off the mat, my friends had that McChicken waiting for me. Um, and, you know, that was, like, the first thing I had. And then I actually, drew, like, got in the car with my parents. And on the way back to our house, um, I stopped for McDonald's again. And that's where I got – that's where I just went crazy. I got – I think I had a Big Mac, 10-piece nugget, um, a McChicken, a Shamrock Shake, and a large fry, which, like, I've done better. You know what I mean? I've, I've, I've eaten more, but, you know, my stomach was still small, but it was still – the meal of a chance. Satisfying meal. He has I his cheeks. It. He has his cheeks back now. Yeah, you only see his cheeks since November, but he has his cheeks now. So, so, coach, you know, what was going through your mind here during the match? Um, well, at no point did I feel Luke was outmanned in that match. Luke, like Luke said, he was dominating that whole match. Even though the score doesn't show it, he was dominating. He was the aggressor, taking all the shots. The other kid was just playing defense the entire time. The kid was was a little funky, so. Luke, I don't want to say Luke has trouble with those kids, but he has had instances with those kids, those funky kids in the past, like Connor Collins and stuff like that. He has had those those instances in the past. But like I said, at no point did I feel Luke was in danger. 
And then after that second period, when Luke rode him out for the entire period, I felt very confident. Um, and then I'll, I'll say that those last 20 seconds, the kid got in on Luke. The ref did not make a call. And then after 20 seconds, he decided to make a call. And that's not how it works in wrestling. If nothing changes, you don't make the call after 20 seconds. So the ref made the right call, called it off. And like Luke said, no matter what happens, in 20 years, they're not going to say Luke Stanage almost was a state. They're going to say Luke Stanage state champion. They're, they're, nobody can take that away from him. Oh, so, without, without a doubt. One of the kind of the cool things that came out of COVID is live streaming. So I, I know that we had so many people at home in Roxbury watching and rooting and stopping what they were doing to tune in. I got so many texts from people who were telling. I had so many texts of people actually showing me pictures of them watching it on their phones and stuff. I was like, okay, okay, I'm not, I'm good with the text now. <laughs> really a cool experience for Roxbury. So, uh, you know, outstanding. So let's talk a little bit about where your career is headed next. Now, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you mentioned you have to, you reached your goal, the goal for the last five years. Now you're you're setting new goals, recalibrating. Uh, where are you where are you going to be taking your wrestling skills? Uh, I'm going to Lehigh University. Um, it's in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, it's just it's just like a, a good environment school. You know what I mean? Like, um, it just got like a brother. It's not like one of those huge Big Ten. You know what I mean? Like everything is just like crazy. Their athletes are getting these insane NIL deals. But you know, Lehigh has had like a a tradition of being like a very solid program. And you know, like after going up and visiting and talking to the coaches, like. I just feel like I fit there so well, you know what I mean? Like the coaches, like are awesome, you know what I mean? Like uh, Coach Ray, the guy that was um, recruiting me probably the most. He was just like he's one of my like friends now, you know what I mean? Um, and just like the team culture there, just like something that is just you know, I'm I'm looking forward to. Excellent, and what, kind of the, one of the cool things is it's it's it's. Not far enough. It's not far enough away where some of your your Gale fans can't come watch you wrestle uh, and mm -hmm. follow your career. Uh, but it's also a tremendous academic school, and I know you're an excellent student. Uh, with all the time you spend dedicated to to wrestling, you know, tell me a little bit about how you juggle uh, the rest of your things in your lives. How, how do you keep your grades up so high? How do you keep everything uh, well rounded? I mean, um, wrestling is is definitely like like what I'm most excited for, you know I mean, that's, like, probably, like, the biggest thing I work for in my life right now, but in reality, it's just a game, you know what I mean, and once I'm done with wrestling, you know, what's, what's most important is, like, you know, starting a family, getting a good job, you know what I mean, and, you know, being rich is definitely something on my bucket list, so, you know, and the first step to that is just do the best you can in school, you know what I mean, like, I don't, I wouldn't say I go overboard, but I just do the best I can, you know, like, like, I can't complain. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't stress over it, but school is definitely very important to me. And, you know, my, my parents have always pushed me to keep good grades. Uh, I've always pushed myself. Now they don't even worry because they know I'll keep the good grades myself. Um, and, you know, I'm thankful because that's gotten me to where I am now. You know what I mean? I'm going to Lehigh, great school, going to come out with a good major. So, you know, grades are definitely very important, more important than wrestling. I wouldn't say I take them more seriously than wrestling, but... Um, they're definitely more important. And well, you know, I think I'm going to put that on the back of a T-shirt, Luke. Luke Stanich says, do the best you can. I think that, <laughs> if you do the best you can at everything you do, uh, that's all you, anyone could ask. Yeah. So I think that's fantastic advice for any, anyone who puts it so simply and so perfectly. Do the best you can. I love it. I love it. Uh, I, you know, as an athletic director, I have to mention this because it's something that I'm so proud of. Uh, the wrestling world... 
Uh, if you were anyone was any wrestling fans were watching down at, at Atlantic City or watching the state championship, you see more and more of the wrestlers are coming from the parochial world, from the mm. private schools. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of draw for the top wrestlers to, to go to private schools. And you showed that it can be done at a public school. You showed that it can be done, you know, at your home school. Tell me a little bit about you know the message you there, or the thoughts you have about you know wrestling for a public school. I mean, I think most kids go to a, a private school because uh, they want to like go to some of those big tournaments that only private schools get invited to and stuff like that. But um, I ju- I just think it takes away from the excitement. You know what I mean? Like I can still go to club. You know what I mean? But uh, like I'm I'm staying in my hometown, like trying to create a legacy. You know I mean, I can tell you that all of those private school state champs, they didn't get they didn't get what I got when I got home. You know what I mean? To them, it's just like they go on, they go to school, nothing really. You know, like their their friends are are giving them congratulations. You know what I mean? Like like it just like feels like more special. You know what I mean? Doing it from a public school, doing it from my hometown. You know what I mean? And I just wish like more people could see that you don't gotta go to a private school to get good. You know what I mean? Um, I know a lot of kids that go to private schools and some of them don't start for, for the first couple years or some of them like get burnt out or something like that. Um, you know, if, if you, if you're working as hard as you can, you know what I mean? Like you can make a good practice anywhere. Um, I've had very good partners like throughout my career at a public school. Um, and I just, I, I think the state should do something to uh, balance these uh, private schools. Cause it is, it is a shame to go to this, to the, go to that tournament and see like, more than half of the state finalists were probably from private schools. And it just, you know, I, I wouldn't want to separate them because that would take away from winning a state title. But um, people definitely need to, I think they should want to create a legacy in, in their hometown. Right. I mean? I, well, really well stated. Well stated. And you certainly have created a legacy. And you know what? A lot of these uh, people that go on wrestlers, that go on to wrestle at, at private schools, they're not going to be able to do what you're going to be able to do is when you're in your hometown, walk into your own hometown high school, walk into the gymnasium and look up and there's a banner with your name on it. Mm. It's going to be hanging there, you know, for, forever. So we're so proud uh, to be hanging up a banner up in the rafters uh, with your name on it. Uh, you're a tremendous gale. Really couldn't say more positive things about you. Uh, coach, you know, final words here on, on Luke Stanich's career. You know, wh- what would you say? I'm going to say it's, uh, it's going to be sad seeing him go. Okay, it's going to be tough uh, filling those shoes, but it was a pleasure the last four years coaching him, and I wouldn't change anything the last four years. Great job, Luke. You're everything we would want a Gale to be. So proud of you. So glad you're a Gale. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, looking forward to seeing uh, tra- tracking you in the future at Lehigh University. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't Thank wait you to so watch much. next year.